You are listening to The Novel Writing Podcast, Episode 7. Grab a cup, cozy up, and let's get to writing. Today's episode is the third of 60 daily episodes that pair with the videos from Haley's 60-Day Novel Writing Challenge. You can watch the first five days of the challenge for free on Haley's YouTube channel, and the link to that is in the description. Day three of the challenge is character relationships. If you have a huge cast of characters, figuring out the relationships between them all can feel daunting. A lot of writers get stuck on naming their characters, actually, which is totally understandable. But we can't let a character not having a name, or not having the right name, stall us from this step. Sometimes names can come to us much, much later in the writing process, and we can even change names between drafts. We just have to be careful about changing all of those instances of that name. In my book too, I have a character who is the king's uncle. And originally I wanted all of the men in the royal family to have names that began with the letter A. Since it's a King Arthur-based fantasy story, it made sense to me that they would all have A names. Like, that's kind of a cute thing. Everybody names their son something that starts with A. But that got confusing very fast, because readers would have to remember which name belonged to which character, and that can pull readers right out of the narrative. A good example of this was in Game of Thrones. In the books, there's a wildling character named Osha. That's O-S-H-A. Yes, that's also like Osha, the safety organization. But there's also a warrior or a ruling character in that story named Asha. That's A-S-H-A. So two very similar names that quite honestly can confuse readers. And I think it did confuse a lot of readers. So to avoid confusion in the TV series, the writers renamed Asha with the A to Yara. So now they're still short names, but they are very distinct from one another. You can definitely discern which character is Osha versus Yara. So I did the same thing with my king's uncle character. I'd originally named him August because I think that's a cool name, but I ended up renaming him William to have more of a distinction between him, his nephew, and his great nephew. Now back to character relationships. You might end up in the writing phase and suddenly realize you need a new character. And so then you feel like you have to go all the way back to the beginning and do all of the things that are related to that character or character building in the challenge. Now don't panic. Writing is a process. You don't have to have the perfect version the first time. In fact, your first draft is supposed to be garbage and you might end up combining characters later. That happened to me in my first draft of the first book. I had two characters that I quite liked by themselves, but after going through developmental edits, I later combined those characters into one and the new character from that combination ended up being way better than either of them by themselves. And combining characters will impact the relationships between the other characters too. So you're going to go through all sorts of iterative processes with writing, and that's not just with your characters. It's going to be with world building, with plot, with every part of the writing process. We cannot expect those first drafts to be perfect. What it comes down to, though, is that explaining the relationships between characters will help you understand the story better and figure out how to tell the story through the eyes of the people that you've created. That's it for this companion episode to character relationships. Thanks for joining me today, and I will see you tomorrow for day four. The Novel Writing Podcast is a production of Tally Inc. To find out more about our writing resources, including the 60-day Novel Writing Challenge, check out the links in the description.